Hey there, welcome to Business Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Neil DiPentino. So glad you could be with us today. Hey, you know, I've been list, uh, been thinking a little bit about uh, business ownership. I own my own business. Uh, it, it's exciting to some extent, but it's also a little bit scary, especially when you start. And, you know, a lot of people just, uh, you know, they, they try to do it on their own, but I'm telling you, there's help out there for you. And uh, if you write, ask the right people, you're going to get the right kind of help. And we're going to talk about uh, getting help from coaches. We're going to talk about a little bit about franchising today. Uh, our guest today is a career transition business ownership coach. Uh, he is the owner of the Entrepreneur Source uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina. Please welcome Joe Ferducci. Joe, welcome to the show, buddy. Hi, Neil. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Outstanding. Outstanding. I've been practicing your name. Your name is like my name. Um, you know, uh, can be a little <laughs> bit difficult for folks at a time, but I think I think I made it through okay, didn't I? You did. Joe's great. I used to just tell most people call me Joe. Call <laughs> oh, you Joe. Yeah, the average Joe, right? You're not so exactly you're, not, you're right. not so average Joe, right? Right. <laughs> hey, I love that background. Tell me a little bit about all the football helmets and everything you have back there. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I grew up collecting sports Hall of Fame memorabilia, and so all of those helmets are uh, mini helmets signed by Hall of Fame players from those uh, respective teams. And so, uh, and each one of the walls in my office has a different sport. So I have baseball on one wall, basketball and football, and then uh, hockey on the other. So I'm an equal sports uh, enthusiast. Fantastic. Is there one team uh, that you root for and like in football over another? Oh, absolutely. I, I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I'm a diehard Steeler fan and a Pittsburgh Pirate fan. Unfortunately, not very good. And also the Penguins as well. So. Nice, nice. You got your terrible towel ready to go for and ready for this show? I do. I have my terrible towel, so I have many. Oh, oh, <laughs> many of them. Fantastic, fantastic. Hey, you know, Joe, we're going to talk a little bit about your business and, and what you do and some of the things that you provide to the people that you're working with. But before we do that, really like to learn a little bit about Joe. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah, ab absolutely. So I, uh, I was a corporate executive for probably over 30 years in retail merchandising. So I had the pleasure, I guess, of maybe moving around the United States. I lived in many parts of the United States. And uh, due to mergers, acquisitions, and you know, terminations, etc., and um, so probably about I guess uh, maybe about eight years ago, I was I was let go for probably the third time in my career, and decided I had had enough of that and wanted to do my own thing and, and really engage with a coach like myself, and so started that uh, the entrepreneur experience journey at that point. Um, as you mentioned, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, we moved back here probably about 10 years ago. My wife is a true Charlottean, which is rare because most people in Charlotte are not from Charlotte. They're from somewhere else. Um, we've been married 31 years and we have two adult children who both live here in Charlotte as well, a son and a daughter. So uh, that's a little bit about me. Fantastic. So uh, I was looking over your bio on LinkedIn and uh, one of the things that uh, kind of caught my eye and you actually just said it, you know, you had a, an experience, maybe not such a good experience, a couple of them, two or three of them in the corporate world, uh, which made which kind of led you into the coaching field. Tell us about a little bit more about that journey, if you would, please. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of my clients share the similar path to what I've been on. When you're in the corporate world, you reach ceilings that you can't get through. You go through acquisition 
acquisitions and mergers and, and, and you lose control of your independence and in and, and control of your own destiny, quite honestly, a financial destiny as well. And so when I was let go, I just decided, again, I had built enough businesses and made a lot of money for other corporate companies that I wanted to do it for myself. And so, uh, I, again, I engaged with, a, with a, uh, a coach like myself and tried to learn about alternate uh, sources of ways of coming up with income and lifestyles goals that I had had. And so my coach helped me go through that experience. And we, uh, I got to learn about businesses that shared the same characteristics and attributes and, and uh things that I thought were important and for myself as well as for a business. And I was awarded my first franchise. So about eight years ago or so, I, I acquired my first franchise business. And um, I, I really have always enjoyed building businesses, but really also helping others achieve their goals. You know, it was something that I'd done throughout my career in, in retail, where I managed staffs of anywhere from 10 to 50. And my, my, my main responsibility was really the development, coaching and training and mentoring of those team members in order to achieve our goals, their goals, as well as corporate goals. And then after I was acquired my first franchise, shortly within the first year or so, the franchisor reached out to me and said, hey, we really would like for you to kind of coach and mentor new franchisees coming into the into our, our organization. So then I had the opportunity to, to, to kind of do that and mentor and coach new individuals coming in, new franchisees into the business. And I, at the time, I, you know, I had a five-year exit plan for, for my first business. And I uh, was fortunate enough to build it and excel it within four and a half years and decided I wanted to be semi-retired. And But I also wanted to do something I was passionate about, which was coaching and helping others. So I re-engaged with my entrepreneur source coach and said, let's talk about businesses that share these kind of characteristics and um, went through the experience with them again and was awarded the entrepreneur source. And I acquired that a couple of years ago. And that's kind of what I do today is I help others just explore and educate, get educated on other alternatives for them outside of the corporate world. Well, fantastic. So entrepreneur source, I mean, obviously, uh, you have some kind of formula that they provide you, but you really uh, have kind of learned a lot of things just trial by fire, just by being in the trenches, uh, doing your own thing. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, as, as, as any good coach would tell you, hopefully, is that each individual is unique to themselves. And so that's one of the things that I pride myself on. And even the entrepreneur source, our experience is tailored to each individual. So there's not a cookie cutter way of, of, a, of an approach because each client that I work with has a different concern or different obstacle. That's some things that we will talk about as we go through the experience, you know, not only what their goals are financially and what lifestyle goals they may want to achieve, but also what are their what are their pain points? What are, what are their concerns, whether they be financial, whether it be their age, whether it be their corporate corporate world that they're in, whatever it might be. So we, we work through those, those and each, each client is different. So each experience is, is different, quite honestly. So can you maybe give us an example of what a typical client, uh, uh, somebody looking to get into a franchise, what that person might look like? Absolutely. So the number one requirement that I really look for in a client is is really someone who's curious and a curious individual who wants to learn and who's open to learn, quite honestly. Um, and that's really kind of the overarching theme. But the majority of my clients that we work with are, are corporate executives, corporate individuals. They're W-2 employees that are just, you know, it goes back to what I said earlier. They're just tired of the corporate world. I mean, they're, they're, uh, you know, they're not getting anywhere fast. There's pain points there and they want to look at other alternatives. They want that independence, the flexibility of schedule and the ability to, to make more if they work 
differently. And that's something that we, we would uh, look at. And those are typically the clients that I work with. Again, the neat thing about this experience, Neil, is that it's a parallel experience, meaning it doesn't have to be an either or. It doesn't mean I have to leave my corporate job in order to have be a business owner. And that's something that we, we talk a lot about because in franchise businesses, especially, you know, you have the ability to uh, be an absentee owner. You have the ability to be a semi-absentee owner. You can, you can, we can look at investment strategies where there, there's franchises out there that are investment strategy only, where you own that business, but they run that business for you. So that enables a client to stay in the corporate world if they choose to, or look at their create their own transition plan, meaning that they, I want to stay in the corporate world, and I, but I want to transition over a period of a couple of years, maybe when that once that business is up and running and, and, and fulfilling my income goals. Um, so. There's a lot of different avenues and paths for our clients and my clients to take. And that's what we explore and learn, uh, learn together. That's great. So, you know, what I hear you saying is that, you know, you don't have to be somebody who's just, you know, dissatisfied with in the workplace right now just to say, you know what, I'm done uh, with this company. I'm going to quit. I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to look into franchising. But also people who might be interested in, in just, you know, investments, uh, maybe they, they do love their job. Maybe they want to stay where they're at, but they're looking to maybe build a retirement or something like that. You help them with that, that as well. Absolutely. You know, and the, the other thing that we um, we work with is really it's it's really determining whether business ownership is right, because for most of the clients that I work with, you know, it's, it's kind of like I thought about I'd like to be my own business owner, but I'm not sure. And, and, and so that's really what this experience is about is the first couple exercises we go through is really just determining whether business ownership is the right path for you, the client to take. And if it is the right path, great, then we'll continue down and we'll continue to work together, go through exercises to find those businesses for you to learn about. But what I would offer to you is, you know, as you might can imagine, business ownership is not right for everybody. But and so that's why we really need to go through those exercises to determine if it is right for you. And if it is, then we'll go down that path um, together and, and, and learn about those businesses. So that's really the first step. So that goes it goes back to the curiosity that I mentioned earlier is, is if someone's just curious to learn about, hey, is, could this be a path for me? Or am I open to, to uh, learning about something new and different at no risk? My services are complimentary. There's no cost associated for my services. There's no commitments, no decisions. So it's really a risk-free, stress-free, sales-free type of environment that you have an experience that you can learn at your own pace. There's a lot that's involved with um, getting into a franchise. There's a lot involved with you know starting a business in general. Uh, but when you're dealing with franchises, a lot of those questions are sometimes answered for you to some extent. So as a potential franchisee, I'm looking to get into business. I want to, you know, maybe I'm looking at franchises. What kind of questions should I ask you before we actually get started? Yeah, the big the big questions that I always you know that I always get asked. What are the questions I should ask? And I so we talk through that because every person has their own questions to ask. Quite honestly, you know, and one of the questions that I always get asked is what's what's success look like? Well, that's a great question. So I when I turn it around and say, what does success look like to you? Because I could ask five people and success, I could get five different answers of what success looks like. So the first thing that I would encourage my clients is to think about what goes back to the the goals in your income and lifestyle goals. What does success look like to you? For, for me currently, success looks like I get to talk to great clients every day, put them in a situation to learn about something they didn't know about. And then at some point,
point they're going to come to a, what we call and I call a point of clarity. They're going to dis, they're going to come that it's going to be a clear vision to them that hey, business ownership is not for me. Okay, great, thank you very much. We shake hands and move on. Or they say, hey, yeah, business ownership could be for me. And wow, I didn't know about these things that I'm learning about. And wow, I'd like to continue to learn. Great. And so they do. And so that's so that's the version of my success. It has nothing to do with financials to me. It has to do with putting people in, this, in a position to learn about something new and different that will help them achieve their goals. But again, if I talk, you talk to another coach, they might deem success as the number of people that they put in a small business. That's not my 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 definition of success. So that would be one thing. And another thing that I talk with clients a lot about is, you know, looking at if you were on a had a scale and you had passion on one side of it and you had um, return on investment on the other side of that scale, where do you fall? Because, again, so many people want to be in a business that they're passionate about, which is great. But a lot of times they don't deliver the return on investment that you might be looking for. And then there's other clients that I work with that say, I'm all about the return on investment. To me, it's a widget. So whatever that widget is, I, but I want to return on investment. And there's no right or wrong uh, answer. And there's obviously a middle ground as well. And so those are some of the things that I encourage my clients to think about that they're able to answer, because those are the things that are going to help me be a better coach for them if they are able to answer those couple of questions in addition to obviously others. I think, you know, it's interesting. We have this conversation in our office all the time. It's like we're really passionate about what we do and we have you know, people who are great idea per people, you know, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, when, you know, you're maybe you're passionate about a specific category of business or whatever, but when you, det- when you find out all that's involved and, and running that day-to-day operation, uh, that's where, you know, you got to take a look at, well, maybe this is more of an emotional decision than it is really a good business decision, right? Absolutely. And again, that's something that we, I talk a lot about with my clients is really kind of what are the characteristics? What are the things that you like to do on a daily basis? That's what we want to look for in a business. You know, so I go back to my personal example is I like helping others. I like coaching. I like uh, building businesses. I like doing certain things. And those are the characteristics that I look for in my first business. You know, and I share share uh, the, my personal journey with some of my clients. You know, when I, le- I was a senior executive, as I mentioned, in female apparel merchandising, uh, fashion, basically. And my first business was called Filter Environmental Kitchen Solutions, which was an oil recycling business. My, cl- my technicians would go into commercial kitchens and, and go through their deep fryers, filter their oil and recycle their their um, oil, we would recycle it. As I tell my clients, that was not my passion. I wasn't passionate about, you know, moving from fashion merchandising into oil recycling, but I was I was passionate about building a business, leading a team, having that interaction with clients, all those things that I value throughout my career. In addition to, oh, by the way, it was high on my return on investment because it was a high profitability, high ramp up type of business. And so when I transitioned from that business to what I currently do, you know, when I talked with my coach, I said, now, you know, I'm I'm in a little different position financially and I want to be higher on my passion scale. You know, and this obviously you can tell by my hand gestures and my facial expressions. I I get passionate with helping others learn about uh, business opportunities and what might be right for them. So it's this particular franchise is much higher on my my uh, passion meter and less high maybe on the return on investment. 
I got, I got you. You know, it's funny because I remember I, when I met you in Atlanta um, a couple months ago. Um, you know, I, I had an opportunity uh, to watch you interact with some of the people who were coming up and talking with you and everything. And I can definitely see that passion. So I know that you're, you're really, you know, absolutely passionate about what you do, and you really want to help people uh, to succeed. So. Now, part of your business is helping people find out whether or not they're, they're, they should start a business in general, if they're a fit for a specific business. So now you've made that determination that, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're moving forward with, you know, XYZ company, and, and that's going to be, it's going to meet all your needs and everything. Now, do you, from that point on, do you just let them go, let them on their own, or do you actually help walk them through the entire process of starting up that business? Great question. So just to, if I may backtrack for a second, just to kind of be clear on the experience, there's basically we provide, I provide three coaching exercises for our clients to go through. And it takes them about 20 to 25 minutes each to complete those exercises. So they have about an hour of homework, if you will. And then what happens is we'll, we'll schedule two Zoom calls of about 45 minutes to an hour to review that. So all of my clients have about three hours of time committed to the experience. After those two Zoom calls and the homework's completed, I'm able to then go out and find franchise opportunities for them to learn about that will fit their characteristics, their, their goals from an income standpoint, lifestyle standpoint, personal attributes, et cetera. Um, I present those possibilities for them to start to learn. And what they do is they go through what's a process called discovery and validation. So the early on, they're discovering new information. They're getting educated with meeting with the franchisors. They're discovering more questions that they had than, than they started. And then they go, then they have the ability to work with franchisees of that business to learn about and go through the validation process, which is, you know, they can verify the the questions that they have, get real life answers, get real, have real life interactions with people that are actually doing the business. And while they're doing that, I, I'm continuing to be, to be a part of this coaching experience with them. And what we do is we have what's called feedback sessions or debriefs where they're, they're educating me on what they've learned. They're saying, hey, I've, I've met with these people. I've learned these types of things. And these are things I feel good about. And these are things that I have more questions about. And these are things I don't feel good about. And so if there's enough don't feel good about things, then we'll eliminate that particular franchise uh, opportunity, pause them, and we'll add in others. You know, the example that I like to give uh, clients is, you know, a real estate example. When you, when, you, when you work with a realtor and you walk into that first house, you find two or three things that you really like. Then you walk into the second house and you find two or three things that you really like. And then you go to your realtor and you say, hey, can you show me a house that has all five of those things in it? And that's kind of kind of what we do from a from a business standpoint, because not all businesses are going to be 100 percent, obviously. But we're going to mm -hmm. try to get, you know, the 80 to 85 uh, percent of, of what you're looking for in a business. And if we can get to that 80 or 85 percent, then it's a probably probably a good opportunity for you to learn about that particular uh, path. That's a great analogy. I really like that. So in, in your business, you basically go out looking for those kind of opportunities. It's not like you don't represent like a specific franchise or like maybe like a broker does that type of thing. You are actually checking everything that's on the marketplace that we could potentially fit that client of your, your client. Yeah, great question. So we actually, the entrepreneur stores, we work with about uh, about 250 different franchise businesses. And we work with, they're in probably 30 to 40 different type of industries. So they're pretty much all industries are represented. And 
most franchises uh, with 250, give or take. And a lot of times I get asked, why, why is it 250-ish? And it, it varies. It goes up and down. But basically, we have certain requirements that when we work with franchisors in order to be a part of our organization. And the requirement really is, is that they're going to come from an education learning uh, experience perspective and not a sales perspective. The last thing we want to do is have our clients go through and feel pressure about this, that, or whatever, or making a decision. We're, we're about education. We're about learning and exploring. And so we we put our our, our franchisors through that as well, uh, that education experience and making sure that they fit our what we're looking for from a, from an education standpoint. And then ultimately, you know, we're, we're, we're not looking to have I'll use pizza franchises, which we have none, but I'll just use that as an example. We're not looking to have 10 pizza franchises and have a, a potpourri of them. We would have one or two maybe, and each one of them would be different based off of a business model. For example, we might have a pizza franchise that that is a brick and mortar owner operated. We might have one that is a, a mobile-based a pizza place that's maybe semi-absentee. So we'll offer different business models because we don't really want to cannibalize you know, ourselves either, quite honestly, with what we're representing to our clients. We want to make sure we're giving them the right opportunities to learn about uh, throughout their experience. Fantastic. So, Joe, you've been doing this for a while, and I know you have some success stories that you are just dying to share with us. Can you tell us a little bit where maybe you worked with a specific client and helped them to, uh, you know, identify the, the franchise that they wanted to get into and, and kind of what the steps were and, 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 and what happened from there? No, absolutely. I actually I have two come to mind. Uh, one one ultimately was awarded a franchise and chose to uh, to buy it, and another one was chose was awarded and chose not to buy it. And uh, so that thing kind of gives the perspective of both both uh, sides of the coin. So uh, most recently, I was working with the client, and this is not uncommon where I work with a client, and I've worked with them probably for I don't know six months or so. Again, the neat thing about this experience is that there's no timetable associated with it. So my clients work at their own pace. So it can be days, it could be weeks, it could be months. It doesn't. It's up to them how they want to move forward. And this particular gentleman that I worked with was really not sure about he was worked for this company for 22 years he wanted he was he felt like he had hit the ceiling and he, and he knew he had kids that were going getting ready to go to college he wasn't accumulating enough wealth and he was looking for ideas of how to how to what to do quite honestly so he wasn't sure he was very hesitant about business ownership but we went through all the exercises and he remained open and curious about about the experience and we started learning about he thought he wanted to be a semi absentee owner and once he learned about that, he decided, you know what? No, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to learn more about investment strategy because I want to keep my day job, if you will. Um, and I want to own a business. But and, and so forth. So we went. He continued to learn, go through the experience. He evaluated investment strategy options, companies we talked uh, we work, work through. And then ultimately, I, I started to work with him back in February, I guess. And just recently, a couple of weeks ago, he was awarded and chose to buy uh, an investment strategy franchise model. So he's thrilled to death that he can uh, can can build his wealth. He can send his kids kids to college. He now has a transition plan that says, you know what, I can I, I'm, once this business is up and running, I'm going to uh, I'll be able to transition out of my my day job, if you will. And he's excited as I'll I'll, I'll to get out about it. So that was somebody who was really high risk adverse, 
um, was not open to, had never really thought about owning a business, but it was least curious enough to, to go through the experience and see whether it would even be something they'd entertain. So, um, so th- that was kind of a neat thing to see somebody learn about how, how to manage risk and how to ask questions. Because really, you know, one of the things that I encounter a lot of uh, challenges with clients and the number one challenge is fear, basically. Um, and we, we use the acronym for that as uh, it's false evidence appearing real. And usually, as you might can imagine, as most common individuals, well, we think we get all worked up about something before we even know what it is. And then once we experience it or once we get an answer to it, we like, wow, why was I even so worried about that? Or why was I concerned about it? And that's really what, what the, the, the number one challenge is, is, is helping clients ask those questions and get answers to the questions that you know, help them overcome that fear. Again, doesn't mean business ownership is right for everybody, but it means that at least you're getting the answers to your questions and you can feel confident in, in making that decision. Um, you know, and another client that I had, again, quite honestly, this client started out being very energetic and, and curious about I'm going to be a business owner. That's what I'm going to do. And great. And so we went through all the experiences, was all was awarded through through uh, the process, was awarded a business. And, and when talking with him, he decided, you know what, that's not what he wanted to do. He said, now I understand all this more thoroughly and really what the expectations are going to be. This is not the right time for me to do this. I, yes, I, it's a goal of mine and an aspiration, but it's not the right time. I'm going to I'm going to find a different job in the corporate world. So he was in transition of, of his corporate world job. So again, there's there's no right or wrong in this experience. It's just what is right for for the client and themselves. I love that. That's what those were great examples. I really appreciate those. Hey, you know, we're getting to the end of our time together, unfortunately. Um, but before we go, is there anything that you would like to any thoughts you want to leave our audience with? No, I, again, I would just challenge everybody. You know, there's a there's a, a number out there. If, you know, 70, 75 percent of all, all Americans if, or individuals, if you ask them, are you open to owning a business? They say, yes, that's something I want to do. But only five percent or so uh, actually react to that. And that would be my my uh, challenge to 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 all the clients out there and all the listeners is to say, hey, you know what? This is a safe environment take the opportunity, educate yourself, make informed decisions, you know, and determine, are you going to be the individual that are going to make decisions based on other people, or are you going to make your own decisions based on your own experiences? And that's what I would challenge is make experience it and then make your, make your, your choice and decision at that point. Great advice. Appreciate that. So Joe, if uh, anybody in our audience wants to get in contact with you, learn more about you, learn more about entrepreneur source, how do they go about doing that? Yeah. Great question. So I have a website. You can feel free to go to my website, learn a lot of uh, things, individuals, information there. If you go there, click under resources and education, you'll get a lot of information there. You can go to my LinkedIn profile page, which actually has a lot of other information about me personally and what I do and kind of what this experience is like. Uh, or you can go to my big Google business page. And what you'll find there is probably a lot of individuals who left Google reviews who found clarity and it wasn't business ownership, but they saw value in the experience. And that's really what, what the experience is about. Is It's an opportunity to do some self-assessing, self-evaluation and um, determining you know, what's the right path for you, the individual. 
Outstanding. Hey, you want to get in touch with Joe? Uh, all that information will also be on our show notes, so you'll be able to find it there. And that is our show for today. Joe, so glad you could be with us. And folks, we're glad you could be with us as well. Business Breakthroughs is sponsored by Titan Media Works. Uh, check us out at titanmediaworks.com. That's work spelled W-O-R-X. And uh, also check out all of our other great hosts on the Small Business Delivered Network at smallbusinessdelivered.com. Until next time, have a great day. See you soon. Bye-bye.